0: surprise everybody it's a it, you, what is this episode it's, it's bonus it's bonus it's uh it's our year-end wrap-up right yeah so guys this has been such a weird year uh this has been such an exceptionally weird year we've come so far and uh we just by chance sort of had a little extra uh, just scheduling-wise, we had an extra little slot. Slot, yeah. slot Thank you. Um, it's been a whole year of words, and I'm losing some of them. <laughs> uh, and we thought, you know what? We're going to do uh, something really cool, something nice uh, just for you guys. We're not talking about a movie for this one. We uh, have basically set up uh, – we've asked our patrons for questions. Yeah, that they have about the podcast that uh, that uh, they have about uh, Rebecca and I and and uh, 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 villains, uh, a lot of villain questions. Weirdly enough. How? <laughs> <laughs> and uh we decided you know what, we're gonna uh we're gonna uh try and answer some of those things as like a nice little a year-end treat for you guys. We got a couple of lists, we yeah. got some fun
1: stuff. I think this is gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: so not about a movie, we're just doing it. And I guess like uh I don't know, anything you wanted to say off the top about why we're doing this or
1: No, I think you covered all of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we got a time slot, we <laughs> like you guys. Let's do a bonus. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: <laughs> I wish we were like cracking open an eggnog or something right now, and like oh. this, you know, <laughs> but we got to drive home after this. So um, yeah, so basically, uh, like we asked our, as I said, we asked our patrons uh, to ask some questions, and those really did break down into uh, three three major categories. One category about the podcast: what's up with the podcast? Uh, the second category was uh, villains. We had a lot of questions about villains, and the third category was questions about Rebecca and I. Um, and, uh, that actually is going to be a little bonus for our patrons over there. So, uh, if you are already a patron and you're listening on some other platform,
1: hop on over and listen to that extended version You get version that extended version, baby. Th- listen to
0: those questions. Listen to those answers. The um, long
1: director's cut.
0: Yeah, the director's cut of that. But we're going to start out with, uh, questions about the podcast. Um, the first one was, uh, how did the villain was right come to be? Where did the idea form? How did you guys meet and decide to do it? Uh, and uh, a little sub-question of what led to the podcast. I feel like those are yeah. the same one.
1: I'm uh, going to let you lead this one, because uh, you are you were pretty in charge. Yeah. Let's not lie. You were pretty in charge <laughs> of this.
0: Yeah, so um, basically how this came to be was um, I was had an idea for a podcast, and I was talking to our producer, Andrew, about uh, possibly joining the From Superheroes Network, and we were throwing around some ideas. And the original idea I had for the podcast was how – um everybody nobody is ever the villain of their own story
1: i do, well for me personally i'm gonna disagree but uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> rebecca has been the villain i can, of own I can recognize when
1: i'm being villainous um
0: so the original pitch was you'd have guests on and they would tell you stories from their personal life right and uh we would um as hosts kind of retell the story from someone else's perspective that made that person the villain And uh, Andrew very rightly pointed out, like, that's going to be really hard. (laughs) 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 And you'll need guests every episode and and all the rest. And and it really depends on their story. And he suggested, why don't you do it about movies? Because the podcast network is about movies. And I was like, oh, that's really smart. And um, then we were tossing around uh, names for who could be a possible co-host for it and uh 100% this is 100% true top of the list was rebecca reeds uh we had other names i won't mention them right now no you better not
1: not not in front of me craig
0: how dare you we had, while i'm in the room we come had, on we had names in case rebecca said no let me make that clear rebecca was number 1 <laughs> I, I, I've i always uh, loved Rebecca I've always thought she's very funny I've always enjoyed working with her whenever we would do like we had fun shows. gigs yeah, we had fun gigs together I was like you would bring such a crazy energy to this so let's uh, let's do this and uh, then we uh, had a meeting at like a coffee shop and we I talked just
1: about, lost my job yeah <laughs> I and was like, like please
0: you were so enthusiastic about it and then you were like yes and uh, then we came to the From Superhero Studio We recorded a couple test um the episodes? first
1: episode was the worst. It was <laughs> the
0: Matrix, and we re-recorded we it We
1: re-recorded it. It was so bad. Because
0: <laughs> yeah, Andrew came out and was like, couple thoughts. A uh,
1: couple, couple of tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you yeah. Andrew had some hot tips, man. Yeah, he cleaned Andrew. us up real fast. <laughs>
0: cleaned us up real fast, so we ended up releasing uh, Wayne's World as our first episode, which is really the first one that ever hit. And that's, uh, that's I mean, that's the story of the podcast. Really. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, Fine. now to our second question. Are you aware you have international listeners? Waves frantically in German. Well, hello, Germany. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, we are aware of... Uh, many people from all over the world, we get the stats on who's listening. And I just,
1: li- uh, yeah, I just see when it's like. I, you know, you just dropped out of whatever weird chart you were in for a second.
0: Yeah. You're like in Denmark and you're like, okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, true. But, I love uh, that. Uh, yeah. Hell we've yeah. had people reach out from all over the world, which is. You know, Those must
1: be real hipsters, huh? Yeah.
0: Cool and weird. <laughs> cool and weird.
1: Oh, I think you gotta be a little weird to listen to us. We're sure.
0: weird. <laughs> for sure uh another one uh do you have any interest on doing uh some villain was right episodes about popular podcasts
1: this thought had literally never crossed my mind
0: <laughs> i'm to be honest with you yeah i don't even know i don't know what we would do and i think it would be harder
1: well i just think you'd have to pick maybe a scripted podcast like something that it's like, a, it's almost like that old radio. Like it's dramatic, it's whatever.
2: We'd have they have a story,
1: that. a tale. Um, if you, I mean, if you, whoever asked this question, if you strongly have something that you had in mind, Maybe? We, all, we always take pitches. Like I'm always interested in doing something a little weirder for yeah. sure. It would have
0: to be, here's the thing for me, is it have to be super accessible. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. One that like lots of people had seen and, or, or sorry, not seen, heard. We do movies and TV. It's normally seen. Um, and you're right. I think it would have to be scripted. Because we have done... We did Hamilton as a bonus episode, and it felt weird.
1: It like, did feel weird. That it
0: was, like, historical figures and...
1: Oh, um, yeah. My, like, my our general rule is it can't be anybody that's real. Right. Because, the, because there's other things, like... I don't know. When you see a movie of a real person, I'm like, this is really (laughs) up to whoever wrote this and like how they wanted to shine a certain light on certain people and certain actions. And there's always bias. And it's like, I just don't think we can argue that man. I don't think that's how this works. I have to, I can only argue for fictional things right? because then we can get weird and zany and yeah. Silly. Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, a next question is any chance of you guys covering an anime? Yes. fuck yeah yeah <laughs> hell yeah i would cover an anime man i just don't know i don't know enough about anime i feel yeah. like i mean we have a
0: couple on the list and i think we've shied away from them because it's like we don't know a lot about it yeah so i think if we got like a. so guess. again
1: i need like a pitch document yeah, yeah. <laughs> i need somebody to send me two paragraphs and i will say yes you know <laughs> I just need somebody to pitch it to yeah, me. We need I don't it. know where to look.
0: Yeah, and I think I think a guest to guide us through that might be essential too. So maybe we just find someone who's big in it oh, and oh yes, maybe, yeah, who's yeah, willing yeah, to yes. uh, willing to guide be our uh, you know our little lantern holder on that one. Um, it, is this is this a question? There? I was putting all these questions up. Yeah. Going to replace hero or villain of the year. Uh, which is something that we did uh, last year. Best hero, villain, best story. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it is not. Uh, We're uh, hopefully uh, going to be doing that by the, uh, at the end of the year where we'll have the videos up and uh, probably the uh, hero and villain of the year will be strongly inspired by the end of this episode <laughs> where we have picked a few for each other. So, some uh, yeah, uh, some personal choices.
1: <laughs> uh, which episode of VWR are your personal favorites? that is a fun question how did you pick one episode or a couple episodes I, picked, I
0: I picked it I couldn't narrow it down to just one
1: I did the year okay and I lit I picked five <laughs> 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 I did the year I picked five episodes that I was like okay I loved all of these I thought they were super fun and had a fun time on <laughs> Which, okay
0: what are they because I think we might overlap a yes
1: little bit here. okay so my personally my favorite episodes from this year I would say uh, Paranormal Activity.
0: I had that on my list too. That Uh, was nuts.
1: Sequoia Simone, an unreal, just so funny, so talented, and came in with such heat.
0: I know. And that was such a fun one for me. Like, I just felt like I just put my hands up and leaned back, and you guys just (laughs) went off, and it it was so fun. that, man. It was so fun. That was,
1: (laughs) I felt like, I I don't know, it felt like a therapy session to me, quite frankly. I left that feeling (laughs) lighter, air, breezier. I had a fun time. Um, uh, my second one is Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus Matt I had Jake to. Magic School Bus.
0: <laughs> Magic School Bus was the craziest thing that we have ever attempted on this podcast. And I think it came out, it was nuts.
1: I had so much fun. And I watched every episode <laughs> of the Magic School Bus, which I got to tell you was just so much fun for me.
0: It got um, ridiculous. And it was also the episode where um, Rebecca, this quote stays in my mind, where she goes, uh, it's like, wearing apples for pants. <laughs> <laughs> and you said that in the some context, but I just lost it. Yeah, my
1: pants are made of, of apples. apples. Yes.
0: And she goes, ah, <gasps> <laughs> The, the pigs, they're looking at my ankles. And like, I just died. I died. I've gone back to listen to that clip. And it's the funniest thing in the world. Even if you've never listened to Mad, never seen Magic School of Us in your life, go listen to that clip from that episode because it's so much fun.
1: Uh, number three, WandaVision. These are in no particular order. WandaVision was
0: a fun. WandaVision one,
1: yeah. was a lot of fun. And I also just felt like strong. I felt like I was like, I can't, I feel like we had strong arguments. And I also just felt like WandaVision was something that I kind of emotionally attached to Like, I really yeah. liked watching it. I kind of emotionally attached to it. Um, number four, Final Destination, solely because of your incredible, I just love that <laughs> argument. You came in with like, it's just death. It's his first day. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he's just bumbling. He has no idea. I love that so much. And I thought that made it so fun because I thought that was truly going to be such a hard movie to argue for. And, I mean, you took it. <laughs> and I got, and I,
0: credit goes to uh, patrons who voted for that one, too. Because yep. I don't think that's one that we normally would have tackled. Oh, no. I don't think and we would was, have picked that. It was audience choice. And uh, yeah, you know what? Credit credits do. We rise to the occasion on that one. I'm not going to lie.
1: And my final favorite episode was um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I had that one, too. How do you- how do you not love Jocelyn Getty, man? Like, you can't... She's the funniest woman I've ever met in my entire life.
0: <laughs> she is. From, uh, from I Hate It But I Love It, a oh, uh, member of yeah. this network. So Like, again, just a delight to have on the podcast. So funny. Her whole rant about lentils halfway through. I
1: think about that all the time. Like, I actually <laughs> think about Jocelyn r- ranting about lentils all the fucking time. Every time I talk to Jocelyn, I'm like, I am not funny. Like, I just feel unfunny because I'm like, you are, you're like staring at the sun, man. Like, it's 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 so bright,
0: 100%. I can't. Yeah, I s- love her so much. I'm so glad we lined up on all of those. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Because I had three, and I the, had oh, three I of had five. all of them. There yeah, you I go. Had three of your five. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, okay, and here for this next question. Um, this is the final one in the questions about the podcast here. Who does the cackle in the theme song? Is it Craig? Is it Andrew? I must know. So we definitely have an answer to this, uh, this question. We know for sure. Well, we're not going to tell you right away. Uh, In fact, we're going to invite special guest Andrew Ivamy's here, everybody. Hello. (laughs) Hello, patrons.
3: I'm here. It's me, Andrew Ivamy.
0: I'm the producer, and I'm also here. In public, I guess.
3: Patrons and public.
0: Everyone. Everyone's here. Um, So what we've decided to do is we've decided (laughs) to have a (coughs) cackle-off trying to uh,
3: reproduce the Mm -hmm. thing, and uh, we'll let you pause the the podcast. The legendary laugh of of the opening, one that I have listened to Ad Nauseam while editing this podcast, and yet immediately forget what it sounded like. Am I? Am I, am I, am I do, you, do you want a closest attempt at the recreation of that exact laugh? Sure. Let's okay. Oh. Whoa. Or, 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 or do you, you want to go? Uh, or just art- artistic, like artistic license? Let's have fun with oh, it. Oh, I saying?
1: think, and let's have fun. You, you guys should have. License. You guys should have fun with. I'm not okay. even a part of this because the first time we tried to do this, I you sounded like Bane. <laughs> yeah, I quit. I can't. I am not an actor. Okay, I'm not good. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> and by
0: the way, uh, before we get into it, uh, we have recently learned that uh, to record this, we did originally sit around a table and mm-hmm. uh, uh, laugh into microphones for this. Uh, and video of that has recently re-emerged thanks to Diana. <laughs> and we're gonna try and put that on our uh, on our uh,
3: Patreon as
0: yeah, well so
1: Pretty you nice. can check that out there and after after
3: you make it Watch a Me Fail here, <laughs> and it's <laughs> re- Watch Me Fail. It's brilliant because Rebecca, you are a wonderful comedian and you act as though you've never heard the sound of no, laughter no, before in your no, life. No, my brain freezes. So we like, I'm re- re- done. We were like Rebecca laugh and you went Brow! and we're like are you <laughs> Like Bane Dracula. It's so bad.
1: It's so
0: bad, guys. Uh, It's
1: truly so bad.
0: (laughs) So here's what I propose I propose Rebecca do her best a cappella version of the theme song leading up to. Oh, oh, man. All
1: right. All right. All right, here we go, we're keen on that.
0: Oh man, you guys both kicked my ass, Jesus Christ.
3: We should point out, first one was Craig, second one was Andrew.
1: Oh yeah, we did
3: it. Well, I I didn't bring it up because I wasn't sure if we were doing a double blind. Oh, double blind! I was like, I'm I'm just gonna point at Craig for one, I'll point, I'll do one. Uh, and sure we were and going it occurred and to me line. at
0: some point I should mm. have listened to the laugh again mm. and tried to mm-hmm. see if I can you and it. me both.
3: <laughs> we did spring this on Andrew very last yeah. minute. Yeah. Uh, well, so we both th- had a very similar energy there. Though. Yes, like that was yeah that was that was pretty that was pretty that was close. Yeah, was that close. seemed
1: like two voice actors who knew what the fuck to do. Mm. <laughs>
3: That was
0: good, guys. That was truly good. And
3: now do you want to tell everybody Rebecca? Hey, reveal Give it. the audience a second. Think about it. The Think first about one it. Was, the first one was Craig. Uh-huh. All right, Craig, give me a wild one.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, that's Craig. That's Craig. And the previous first one was Craig. I'll give you a little heat here.
2: <laughs>
3: and that's just a little wild for me. So... <laughs> everybody at home, just take a second to lock, yeah. it, lock in your votes. Lock
1: in your votes, lock everybody. In your votes, lock about in it, your votes. Lock it in. And, and the answer is, if you guessed A, Craig, you are the winner. It's <laughs> <is> absolutely <laughs> Craig. So laugh and cackle. All I did was put it together. (laughs) Yes,
0: and you did the music, by the way. I did,
1: well, did the music, quote, I used the pre-beats on Apple (laughs) that you can use for commercials. And I was like, well, I'm just going to layer a few of these over top of each other. And it works. (laughs) It
3: works great. Well, that's been me. I've been yeah. your producer, Andrew. Riven. Thank you so Thank much, you much, Andrew. Andrew. Thank, Thank
1: you for hopping on Thank for, you that. for joining
3: that. Oh uh, man,
1: yeah, I can't act.
0: <laughs> I can't fucking act. I don't know. Rebecca is always Rebecca.
1: Yes, yes, that is yes, that is true. <laughs> when I'm on stage, no matter what I'm doing, I am always me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and we also, as I said, had a lot of questions about villains yes. this year, which is it's a villain podcast. It kind of makes Fair sense. Fair enough. And I feel like this. First question is pretty much directed right at Rebecca. Uh, who is the hottest villain of the year?
1: I, I honestly think there was a slam dunk this year for yeah. hottest of the year. Yes, I in tone of movie, and I would say in the person themselves, uh, obviously we're going for the Monstars on, <laughs> on Space <laughs> Jam. Clearly, <laughs> clearly. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> The monsters, of course, it's the monster. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, if I was being, if I was being real, if I'm being really, really real, I think the hottest villain this year has got to be Megan Fox as Jennifer in Jennifer's body. Yeah. Like, I mean, how do you even?
0: Yeah, and I, I, I can't were- even fight it. <laughs> yes, and I wasn't sure how to interpret this question, whether it was the villains that we'd covered this year or movies that came out this year. So, um,
2: oh, so I see. Okay, yes. So, I
0: did, uh, I, I did have two, so we didn't necessarily cover these, but, um, we did cover so Emma Stone as Cruella. Okay. I've always liked Emma Stone. All right. Yeah. Like the Cruella thing <laughs> is kind of a side thing, though her dresses in that were fucking awesome. Oh,
1: they were slamming. Yeah. They were
0: slamming. It's good. Um, and other than that, I, 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 I this occurred to me, uh, Sylvie from Loki. I Ooh, thought she was real cute. Okay. I thought she was real cute as a villain.
1: That's good, too, yeah.
0: Yeah, so those know. are my two for the year. Like I'm not going to disagree with you on uh, Jennifer's body, though. Oh, no,
1: that I'm movie not. is stirring. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus. <laughs> All right, for, so for our second villain question, we've got, um, could you hand out the ultimate checklist for being a successful, likable villain? Do you want to take it away, or do you want me to yeah, take it Yeah, so
0: I sort of, I interpreted this question to mean... Um, what makes you a likable villain versus like oh, just okay. a villain yes. that, uh, that you hate? So one thing I would say is you're motivated by the greater good rather than personal gain. Okay. So that makes you very easy to, you're like, oh, it's for the community. It's for the better of the planet Earth, whatever that would be, rather than I want to get rich, mm-hmm. right? Um, I like them to be similar to the hero. So if not for this one thing in which we diverged paths or changed uh, points of view, that we would be similar. I, You would be me if not for this is, okay, I yeah. think, works very well um, to make a very uh, uh, a convincing villain. Um, so Professor X and Magneto as examples of that, right? It's like they both kind of the same thing, but perfects, Professor X is kind of this like white privileged dude, right? Rich guy. And Magneto, like, saw his family killed in the Holocaust. So he's got a bit of an edge on him in terms of what he's willing to tolerate and and his boundaries and things like that. Um, And no needless killing. Tolerate that insolence, man. I hate people who are just like trash and henchmen. Oh yeah,
1: that's valuable resources. Exactly, they follow
0: you for a reason. Lead by example. So that's my, those are my big ones.
1: I like that we went two very different directions with this. Okay, (laughs) because I, because like you kind of leaned into like more like likable or like how how do we identify really was more leaning into successful, likable. How could you get to the top of villainy in the most likable way? Okay, so uh, first of all, okay, I've got a couple of points here. Let me uh, grab these here. Uh, We've got uh, okay, first of all, first and foremost, I think we all agree, uh, paying a decent wage to your henchmen. For the love of God, okay, you want that loyalty, and I'm talking about with benefits. You know what I mean? Like you need Friday off to attend a beheading. Oh, you take that time off, Brenda. <laughs> you take that time, okay? Your son needs to have his teeth sharpened. Absolutely, we cover that. We cover that over here at Super Velony, okay? Uh, I'm also with Edna. No capes. No capes. Right. Why are we Why are we caping up? There's a, absolutely. Um, I want an eccentric hairstyle. You want to be able to be spotted in a crowd, okay? In case I of like emergency, it. very important, okay? Whatever that hairstyle is.
0: Frankenstein, the- Yeah, that, exactly.
1: Yeah. Just something you can pick out of a crowd. You know what I mean? When a family wears all the same color t-shirts, something like that. Um, what else we got? We You need a uh, good goal that touches something uh, personal, uh, a, a, an origin story, if you will. It kind of lays over to what you were talking yeah, about yeah, there, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, your mother was murdered by a hamburger and now you have to get rid of all meat
2: products.
1: (laughs) Like, I'm down. I love it. Okay. You got to have something like that. Uh, Save the speeches for the pep talks, guys. Uh, No one's smarter than you. Stop talking. Okay. Stop talking to these idiots. Okay. They don't need to know your fucking plan. You've got this. Okay. Keep the plans to yourself. All right. All right. Uh, Global platforms are a must. Okay, get yourself a nice TV station if you can get on board with that. Because I'm not saying, you know what I mean, you don't want big species, but you need the population to know what's up. Um, And also you need a layer just outside of the city. You don't want an in-city layer. That's ridiculous. Preferably something by open water. Mm -hmm. You don't know, you want to escape. And I would say the number one thing for successful and likable villains is you have to be at least half of a psychopath <laughs> right you got to be at least half you well, know what yeah, i mean I think you, yeah, yeah highly intelligent charming you gotta have a bit of that ego going on come on if you're gonna be successful <laughs> and likable mm, you gotta kind of be charming in a fake way let's go okay and that no. would be my list of uh Things you need for success. I like
0: it. I like that we did go different ways on that. So this one, I think, uh, if you could have one shot at being a world-renowned supervillain, how would you go about it, and what would make you right or wrong? Uh, Which heroes would face you, and would you inspire new ones to step up? So I sort of interpret this one as... we be you, Rebecca becomes a villain. How does Rebecca become a villain? Is that how you interpret it?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. So yes, let's a hear. very what? a very pers- So first of all, okay, if I'm a if I'm a villain, um, I okay I'm identifying it as like okay, what is the thing that I am already right? Yeah. Like what would be extended past that. Um, I'm probably going to pitch that my, whatever, uh, my, my power, if I had some sort of power would probably be, um, being loud. Um, (laughs) and I believe I would be able to knock over buildings or other things with my voice. I could deaf, you know what I mean? You could cause people to become deaf, maybe break some windows. Sort of like a
0: sonic sort of voice sort of thing.
1: Shit. Yes, exactly. Shit like that. And then um, my villain is, a- or sorry, my, uh, my the hero is actually just a man that hands out earmuffs. <laughs> and I am constantly <laughs> just trying to thwart this man. And somehow he's on, like, different street corners every day. I can't find him. Uh, and I'm just constantly trying to take and overthrow this person. Um, what do I want? Just not rich people. That's probably... <laughs> What my main goal would be that I'm striving towards. Just going around Just busting
0: up their Sikorsky crystal. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just like ruining fine dining experiences. Okay. You know what I mean? Just knocking over launches with a cough. Yeah. Or whatever. Because I do think if I was to pick a superpower, like, you know what I mean? If I was going to have something extra, that's probably what that would be. You know what I mean? I'm loud as fuck fuck dude I like it's it. it's borderline a superpower already you know that feeling okay do you know that feeling when like okay <laughs> when you've had sex and then that moment afterwards where it's really quiet and you're like oh my god was were we a little loud? Like you, you know that feeling? Like, oh my God, were we a little loud? Yeah. I feel that way every time I get out of, of a car. Right. Because I'm like, I was screaming at that man. And the second I get out of a vehicle, I'm like, oh my God, why was I screaming? <laughs> oh, it's just like that moment of silence washes over me and I'm like, oh yeah, I was fucking way too loud. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you're going. <laughs>
0: I love it. No, that makes total sense. So I went from, like, I agree. It's sort of what you are already. Yes. So I tapped into a little Craig Faye versus technology I here. I like it. And I came up with definitely more of a James Bond villain type plot here. Okay. Okay. Which is, um, and let's face it, I'm, I'm a mad scientist, right? Like, that's, that's the vibe I put off. Um, so as you know, I have struggled very much with wireless communication, particularly Wi-Fi. So I think if I was going to have a evil plot, what I would do is I there's something called the Kessler syndrome, and that is basically that uh, if you have a col- if there's enough stuff in orbit around the Earth, and you hit one with something, it basically explodes into a millions of pieces, and then that goes and causes a chain reaction where it knocks out all the satellites and all the other debris starts knocking out all the satellites. So I think that would be my villainous plot: send up a rocket, crash into a satellite that would completely wipe out. The ability to do wireless communication from space and make everybody rely on cables again. Because cables have never failed me. You plug it in, (laughs) and it fucking (laughs) works. So it's like, it's my fight with the Wi Fi taken to a grand scale, is what I would say. So I think, you know, some sort of super spy, obviously, some James Bond type, I think would be the type of hero that would try and uh, come up and stop me from that. I would definitely be doing some monologuing in that one.
1: It's just an IT guy that's yeah. against it. Just <laughs> just,
0: have you tried turning it on and putting it back off, or oh turn my it God. off? Yeah, that's my that's my uh, plot there. Yep,
1: good one. Uh, we've got uh, if you were a villain, which existing villain? Yeah, okay. that's
0: how I think we. Yeah,
1: if if you were a villain, which villain would you be? Um, if you were one villain, oh, also if you were one villain like non comic book Marvel sort of situation who would you be
0: right so I sort of interpret that as uh let's give one comic book and one non-comic book. yes exactly yes what did you got
1: okay so um for my comic book answer I actually and again I think it's just because I identified so strong but like Agnes I want to be Agnes actually I'm like this bitch shows up takes like the power of a whole coven bops around the earth nobody knows she's there for so fucking long and then, of course, is drawn curiously to this uh, power source. I'm like, I totally get that. I think they'd be dope. I wanted to be a witch my whole life. I'm down. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's somebody I can get behind. I totally would be Agnes.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, for my comic book one, I picked, as uh, I said, I'm probably the mad scientist type, but I picked uh, an obscure one here. Uh, Clock King uh, from <laughs> Batman and Green Arrow. He he does stuff with clocks, I think. <laughs> And uh, you know, Craig Faye Builds the clock. That's what I went with for that. Uh, what did you have for? Oh fuck! I said
1: Agnes and not Agatha. I don't know why. I <laughs> well, whatever. You know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew which one you meant.
1: Uh, Ray, reg- like a non-comic book villain. Yeah. Okay, so this isn't. It's still a little actiony, I would say. But I would. I want to be Agent Smith.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Really? Yes. <laughs> I had Agent Smith too. Yes. What? Yes. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, because I was like, I I want people to follow the rules.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm like, pure, I am blown away that we both have the same answer for this. I did not think that was going to happen.
0: <laughs> What's your justification, though? Like, oh,
1: oh, well, first of all, okay, okay. The Matrix is my favorite movie. So right, that's, okay, first enough, of all, enough. it's just kind of like I've seen this so much. Also, because I truly understand why he hates this and wants to escape. Like it's like I understand this messaging and what this guy's doing. Also, you're in a world where you can multiply yourself, turn into anybody. You can, you know what I mean. You can literally change form, whatever the hell you want. That sounds awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, yours sounds is like you hard. live.
1: You live in a computer game.
0: Yeah, yours is more thought out than mine. Was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, yes, that's so funny that we both had the same answer for that. So weird. I love that. Okay, uh, next question. Uh, who are your favorite superheroes and supervillains? Uh, which villain do you personally relate to most?
0: Yeah, so a little different than who uh, we w- wanted to be or who we would be, I think, right? So like for me, I always really liked the internal conflict between people, like, like the characters that actually have this internal struggle between good and evil. Yes. Right. Uh, so for me, that's like a golem or a, a two face, you know, um, is I think who I would relate to most there. Um, yeah. I think that's probably that's, and I think those also be my favorites.
1: Yeah. So as far as like uh, superheroes go, like who my favorite superhero is, I would say I used to be strong Batman. Batman vibes, Batman all day. Uh, we started this podcast, I do not feel that way any longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, as soon as you start pulling apart Batman, you start feeling real bad. You're like, no, this doesn't, <laughs> none of this adds up, man. You just had the best movies for a while. That's right. all that happened. Um, I have now veered over strongly to Spider-Man, okay? I can be bought, all right? <laughs> you hear me, Marvel? I can be bought at any moment, all right? I think... Uh, the like the Tom Holland version of yeah. Spider Man hits so well. He has strongly become my favorite, uh, one of my favorite superheroes because he's got great messaging. He's just a kid. He didn't ask for any of this. He got tied up in it. It's not like like when you look at like Iron Man. It's like okay, you're all ego, dude. Like I feel like Spider Man is zero ego, which mm. is what it's supposed. You know what I mean? This is what this is supposed to be about. I mean, any of the other like some of these guys, like Aqua Like, ugh. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Aquaman is the magic carp of superheroes. Okay, <laughs> no business, <laughs> no business. As far as like what? Okay, and my favorite super villain. I th- I would say my all time favorite super villain is probably Magneto.
0: Oh yeah, that's a that's a strong contender for me too. He has
1: such a strong case for why he feels the way he feels. He's highly intelligent. I love his outfits. I think I he's truly one of my favorites. Yeah, I think he's a great motivated villain. Um, and as far as the one like I identify the most with, um, not that in the sense of like, I wouldn't say in the sense of like I think this woman's me kind of thing but I would say every time I see a version of poison ivy I'm like you are correct
2: yeah that's I was true. like
1: I like your messaging I like what you're doing like whoever your you're taking out I agree with like like her sense of style yes exactly like all that stuff everything around her I'm like I love poison ivy
0: yeah nope all, all very good um we've got one here for uh superpowers a whole bunch of superpower questions. Um, so I sort of compiled all these together cause there was like a whole bunch. So, um, uh, what's your superpower? So one thing that you, c- you can do that others can't right now. Like, right. Yeah. Like,
1: like not as a, uh, not as a fictional thing as like a yeah. real, okay. Uh... <laughs> I kind of got a weird, I have, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding weird as fuck. I can spread my toes really far apart, <laughs> and maybe I can use them like hands, kind of. <laughs> like, okay. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I could pick things up really easily. That's a skill. I could probably, I don't know, if I was flexible enough, I could probably drink a cup of coffee with wow. my feet. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of, I should get more flexible. That might be a skill to have. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say that's probably that, and just being the loudest person I know. Right. I could... I could speak in a theater without a microphone. Yes, <laughs> like that would be kind of my thing. We
0: have to turn Rebecca's mic down all
1: case. the time. <laughs> all the time, they I've, I must be turned down. Mm-hmm. I every show I go on, I warn whoever the tech is. I was like, listen, I will not feel insulted if you crank me down. I was like, I am a loud person. Prepare yourself. Yeah, I will be screaming.
0: Hundred <laughs> percent. So mine was is way lamer than your toe thing. Believe it or not. I how can. Which is not possible. uh, I apparently have the superpower to fill out government forms uh, because I have. Whoa, that's way more useful,
1: though, right?
0: (laughs) I have somehow become the guy that uh, other comedians call to uh, figure out how to fill out certain forms. To the point at which I have just prepared a PDF that I just send people. It's very useful. It is very useful. It's very good, but like user
1: friendly. You can't. You can't not understand this. But it's
0: that's what. The skill is, you know what I mean. I'm mm-hmm. the I'm the guy that you go to for that one. So absolutely, uh, you want yeah? Let's hit the next one. I think.
1: Um, okay, I think that most superpowers would eventually be used for personal gain. So, what superpower would you use uh, to be the biggest villain? Also, what if it could only be something petty? I only want it to be petty. If that. <laughs> kind of cover like my super like my super villainy power would probably just be like you know noise whatever um if we're talking about petty shit okay this is the this is the superpower i would want for something petty okay because i think this would just drive somebody up the motherfucking wall okay my superpower would be every piece of paper i hand to you will give you a paper cut Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. You're done, son. You're done, son. But it's got like a 10-second hang time. So it's not like I've done it to you. It's like I walk away, and then Then you you get the paper cut. You don't even know it's me. You have no idea it's me. But it's every time. And for some reason, our office keeps ordering new types of paper because they don't know what the fuck is happening here. Just drive people up the wall. That's what I I want. That I want that every day.
0: (laughs) That is super petty. I love it. Um, So for me... I think the uh, the the most evil superpower I can think of, Mm. right, to be the most evil supervillain would be mind control, because like, oh, you can like shoot someone with a nuclear heat ray. Who cares? You're killing people. But like, ooh, you're killing
1: people. But to like,
0: uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> any villain can do that, yes, you know what I mean. But to take away Strong people's point. like agency and ability to like decide what they are doing, that to me is super evil, mm-hmm. right? I don't think mind control's ever been used for good in any situation, um, flat out bad. So, for that, would be I want to be the most evil I can possibly be. That's the power I would use. What's my petty one? I did consider paper cuts. I'm not gonna lie. Whoa, yeah. Vaguely. But I settled on this. Every time you touch a doorknob, it uh, it shocks you. So if I can oh. curse that on people. Because I had a car door mm-hmm. that would do that every single time I got out of it in the winter. Like something about the jacket or the way I got out of the car or whatever. But every time I would get out of the car and go to shut the door again, I'll, static shock. And it didn't hurt, but it drove me insane. Like, to the point where I couldn't bring myself to touch the door. Like, my hand would pull back. Like, I had lost voluntary control over being able to touch like you're the door.
1: A, you're a mouse in an exactly. experiment. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So the point where, like, for large parts of the winter, I would have to, like, close the door with my elbow. So it like completely changed my behavior and my life for like a while. And it was just over the smallest thing. So, like, that little thing that will make such a huge inconvenience in somebody's life, that's mine.
1: That's a good one. I <laughs> like that. That's a good that. patty one. Okay. Um, oh, well, I feel like we've already cut. Co- yeah. We've already covered if you actually had a real superpower, what would yeah, it be? Yeah, yeah. We, yes. Um, which two villains would you pit against each other? For the ultimate in third act fight scene. Um, (laughs) Okay, I've got two answers for this. I've got one answer that's just from this year and one answer that I just think yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, For this year, if I was to pit two villains against each other uh, for all the episodes we've covered over the course of this year... I'm going Swayze versus Swayze in a <laughs> point break, dirty dancing. Fuck off, okay? That's what I want. That's, I want a Swayze versus Swayze, baby.
0: <laughs>
2: I
1: would oh, pay big money for that. That <laughs>
0: would be great. I love just that. And you had a second one there?
1: Oh, uh, my second one, just because I think it would be visually fucking hilarious, is I would love to see Thanos versus uh the boogeyman from um, <laughs> from Nightmare Before Christmas. I just want I just want that. I don't know why I want it. I just think visually it would be fucking hilarious to watch. That
0: would be very funny. It's
1: all I want.
0: <laughs> I love both of the. I Boogie went Answers. real
1: abstract with it. No, I love it.
0: So for me, um, Oh, geez. It's going to be so hard to top Swayze versus Swayze. Swayze versus Swayze, Swayze baby. Like a dance off, but also like a surfer dude. Oh, man. Uh, perfect. <laughs>
1: just a bunch of hair flips. They're flipping their hair oh, at each God. other. Punching uh, cars.
0: <laughs> shooting up in the air. That was Keanu Reeves, but all the yeah. same. Uh, so um, I do not want, here's what I don't want okay. this I don't want just two strong guys fighting each other. Like mm-hmm. Superman and Zod don't give a shit. Yep. You know? oh, we're, we're equals, don't care. What I want to see is I want to see two different villains with different skill sets yes. who are forced to like go up against each other. Um, so with that in mind, uh, I want to see the Wicked Witch of the West fight Jaws. Because <laughs> think about Wicked Witch of the West, she can fly, yeah. she's got the broom, she's got magic, uh-huh. uh, but she can't get wet.
1: Oh shit, dude! <laughs> I and didn't even care. Of course, yeah, she can't get what? That's so fucking funny, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jaws can like sneak up on you know, uh cl- and and that's the sequel to Sharknado. We went to the west. That's actually Jaws.
1: how Sharknado started.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You see her riding by the house on the bicycle and then the shark following after She's just
1: hitting a shark with a baseball bat in the tornado, just. You're too moist, I can't still touch you.
0: (laughs) Make it happen, make it happen. Uh, That's a
1: lot of fun, I like that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Here we go, Uh, you read the last one, right? Yeah, so uh, uh, of all the villains that you've argued for, which one do you think are the most legitimately evil? Uh, To clarify, out of those that you have rated as not that bad, (laughs) which ones did you have to stretch the most for, i.e. the Terminator?
1: Okay, so first of all, whoever wrote that question, Terminator is a chef's kiss example of (laughs) exactly what I would have answered. (laughs) Terminator might have been my first answer right out of the gate, quite frankly. Um, I did try, I limited myself to this year. Because okay. I was like, all right, it's our year end wrap up. Not that that's a rule or anything like that, but I thought there's been so many. <laughs> Where I walk in, and I'm like, oh, all right, well, we're just pulling our collar on this one. <laughs> like, oh. Did um, you watch this movie? Yes! Before?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. All right, so I've got, how, how many? I got four here. Um, so I'm going to say, number one, I'm going to say Zod. He was pretty bad.
0: Zod <laughs> so was, yeah, you're right. Zod, Zod was, was pretty, pretty
1: bad. bad. All right, like, I. 1,000% understand his motivations. I get why he's doing what he's doing, but he's still like, oh, I'm just going to wipe out an entire fucking planet. Right. Um, that's pretty bad. I'm gonna say um, Bodhi from- <laughs> Yeah, we
0: actually did struggle a lot woo! defending him. In oh
1: movie. man, he's a bad, bad man. Although I do think by the end of that episode we were like, yeah, he's bad. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't right. think we were like, ooh, he's, he's okay. Uh, law-abiding citizen.
0: Law-abiding <laughs> citizen's on my list too.
1: Wow! Uh, my God, Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, and finally, and this was one of my favorite episodes, and I think we nailed it, and I had a super fun time. But in Paranormal Activity, we're literally defending a demon. <laughs> we are literally defending a demon. So I would say that would probably be in my. To- I would say my top tier of.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're real bad. <laughs> yeah, you're real bad. So uh, I didn't restrict myself just to this year. Um, so for me, Thanos is a big one. Same reason you were saying yes. for uh, for Zod, right? And we've defended Thanos twice, uh, both when we first started out and then uh, for our hundredth episode. So that was a big one for me. And like you, uh, I think the ones that are the most unpleasant are the ones that are like more closely based in reality. Yes, because like the Terminator was given as an example, mm-hmm. but like. Terminator's a fun fantasy world with time travel and whatever. You're like, nobody really thinks that like a murderous robot mm-hmm. is real or that we're like. Act- so it's like fun to be in that world and argue for it. So the ones that I had the most trouble with um, Dane Cook and My Best Friend's Girl, which was just an episode we had no fun doing. No, I. No, No, the reason it's one of the reasons we did Weird Week. I get sad every time time you mention it. I know. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and Law Abiding Citizen fell into that same category. Where it's just Mm -hmm. like kind of just like, oh, this is like in the real world, you know, more so than like Terminator. And like these are just kind of like bad gross people. They're not not as fun. So that those are my uh like top three for sure.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, okay and our we've got our final villain question which is how do you feel about villain origin movies that make the villain sympathetic. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I think you because you I said uh loved it in Maleficent, uh hated it in Cruella. Um I, I honestly kind of have a very similar opinion of like, when it's done well, I really like it. Yeah. I like to dive in a bit. I think that's fun to pull back the curtain. Although I think we might start, ah, sometimes I feel like we're getting into an area of like, okay, we might be doing it too much. This is with every but not everybody yeah. has, some villains are just villains. Sometimes it is fun to just be like, this person's bad. Watch them be bad. Um, yeah, I I mean, <sighs> I don't know how do you feel, Craig? I
0: yeah, so I agree like some are good and some are bad. And uh, one thing, uh, like we did cover Cruella mm-hmm. uh, as a bonus episode, so I won't get too uh, deep into it. but like, one thing we said about that was it's not really a villain or a villain origin story. They just kicked the can further down the road because her origin story was that she, there was a mean, uh, fashion mogul, mm-hmm. who was a woman who was, was crazy and wanted to kill people, and that's just Cruella. So it's like it didn't explain anything. Yeah, it was just
1: like a. Le- it was like okay, this is the real Cruella, actually. Yeah, not the forming of you. Like it's, right. Yeah.
0: So so what I and to be fair, that movie was better than I thought it was going to be. But like one thing I I think you don't want to do. Is I hate it when they're just like, there was a traumatic moment. There was <laughs> one moment of trauma that turned this person into a crazed villain. I don't like that because it's like too simple. Like, I much rather.
1: Well, because if you're going to do, in my opinion, if you're going to do that, don't make it an origin story movie. Just make that the front part of your movie. Right. <laughs> just make this, okay, watch this villain, battle this hero. Because I love when they do that, when they show us exactly the, if we see the villain first, that's our, I love that. Yeah. That's my favorite. Gives them some context, little texture of like, okay, this is where this person's coming from. If it's, you're right. If it's the sense of like, okay, we're watching this entire movie about this villain. The problem is, is you can't watch them do that many villainous things because they're not really our main character then in a sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I like it when this... So I think one, one uh, villain Jordan story that works very well is Wicked, um, which recontextualizes the entire information that mm-hmm. you've been given in the real story to be, one, more complex, right? So I love it when they add, like, here's this simple world of, like, there's a Wicked Witch of the West and Glenda the Good and Munchkins and Yellow Brick Roads and they're like, there's some political shit going on and you think she's a villain mm-hmm. because she's opposing the things in this world that are bad. She's opposing powerful people, so I love that recontextualization. I think that works really well. But it, but when it's just like Ah, Dalmatians killed my mother, therefore I hate Dalmatians. You're like nobody exists. Like oh,
1: that, that may, Oh, that was
0: um, Prometheus is another one where it's absolutely unnecessary. For that as an alien origin story, it makes me livid. The aliens are just aliens they're they're a force of nature, force of evolution they're 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 scary on their own. I don't need them to be made by some alien genetic engineers. yes, you know I guess so the in conclusion, it's kind of like does it add something to the villain is the
1: Sometimes no. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Like,
1: it, it really, yeah. Sometimes no. It just makes them less of one. <laughs> and it's like, and most of the time, that's not, especially with these classic characters, that's not necessarily what you
0: want. Yeah. Ratchet was terrible. I oh, I did not watch that. No. <laughs> oh, just awful. Just <laughs> absolutely awful. Uh, I believe that was a villain of the the week at some point this (laughs) um but guys uh we actually have a a, a little extended episode available over on patreon uh right now where uh, we also got some personal questions about rebecca and i so we're gonna save that as a nice little bonus um for them and uh if you're not a patron you can become one at some point in the future and uh check out this uh this next section otherwise uh we're gonna jump into our heroes and villains Of the year, our favorite heroes and villains of the year.
1: (laughs) And guys, as a final year-end cap, what we're doing is uh, Craig has picked three, I have picked three, and we've picked our favorite heroes, villains of the week for each other (laughs) this time. So I know last year we did a poll, there was brackets, these sorts of things. We're like, hey, you know what would be fun? Let's just also pick our favorite. What what are our favorite stories from the other person? What do we remember? What are our top threes? (laughs) And now it is time to talk about our top threes. I'm gonna start these. Actually, I don't know for I don't know if you have a particular order. I don't think mine are in a particular order. Mine I would are just definitely
0: say, top three. Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, mine are kind of they're loose. Mine are okay. loose. I, I I like them all very similarly. I would say number one is uh, I'm gonna start with bag of knives. Of course, it's <laughs> bag of knives. I think about bag and knives in my daily life now. Um, I think about it regularly, actually. It's truly one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. I love bag and (laughs) knives. That's gonna be, that's what I'm bleeding with for a uh, hero villain for Craig.
0: (laughs) So uh, Kat and I, uh, my partner uh, Kat and I, we're moving uh, somewhat soon. And it sort of got me thinking back to uh, when we first moved in together, right? So this is when, like, we both had our own places and we were, like, combining a place. And, like, we had talked about who was bringing what, but, like, we still ended up with, like, two toasters somehow. You know what I mean? Like, there was duplicates and and weird stuff there. And, like, so we moved all of our stuff into one apartment and then we're, like, unpacking. And it's, it's very insightful to see how, you know, your partner maybe thinks or organizes a little different than you do. You know Ooh, what I mean? Like, yeah. like like, everyone just has their own way of thinking of things and you go like, oh, that's not how I would do it. But I see... Like you, you put yeah, everything in Yeah, I see the, why you
1: put the scissors right. in the kitchen and I put them in the office. Right, like, or like yeah. you pack
0: them because like mm-hmm. it would fit in this box and like I'm more like about the rooms, like whatever yeah. it was. But everyone has their own ways. So like as you're unpacking the other person's stuff, you're like getting a little insight mm-hmm. into them mm-hmm. for the first time, even though you know each other really well. So I'm unpacking the kitchen and I open up this one box and I pull out this bag, this plastic shopping bag of knives.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's going exactly as well as you think. What? Did you say a bag of knives? <laughs> it's a bag of knives. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Man of steel, bag of knives. Uh, of that's steel the connection. And I just pull it out and it's going as about as well as you think that a plastic bag full of knives is going. There's like edges of like knives going every which way. It's like they weren't even aligned in a single direction, or at least they weren't at that point. So they're like, <laughs> it's like- It just st- looks like a torture device. Yeah, exactly. Like you it swing like, it at something. Like, <laughs> like a morning star, like a medieval thing. <laughs> just like rusty steak knives, like popping <laughs> out. And I pull it out. And it's like just tenuously holding on, right? Like the oh weight of this God. thing is about to like tear these knives. And I just go like, cat, what the hell <laughs> is this? What the hell? It's a you put a bag of knives, and she's like, "What? They were in a box." I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm the kind of guy who's like wrapping cardboard around the knives and like taping them and like all the rest. So like I was like, "Are these knives any good?" She's like, "I don't know. I just threw them in the bag." (laughs) So I think I just like looked in and was like, "You know what? I've got better." And I think we just took the whole bag of knives, put it in the garbage, which is like. Also, just putting it in another bag, bag and like <laughs> had to like carefully take it. Like, I was like, I'm not gonna put this in the garbage chute. Yeah. So, like, we had to like take it down and it's just tearing up all these bags and like throw it out. Uh, but it's like, that is uh, my best memory of, of oh moving. Oh
1: my god. So, on
0: this move, uh, I am in charge. Of
1: <laughs> the <Of> the <laughs> Holy shit, that's so far. A bag of knives. <laughs> Bag of Knives sounds like a punk band. Like that sounds (laughs) wild. I don't know why, I just picture a cat with like fistfuls of knives just like throwing them. What do I do with these knives? What do I do with these knives? the same energy. Other than pretend I'm Wolverine for two minutes. Like (laughs) I've got nothing else. That's insane, that's so funny. Oh my God, I love cats so much. That's hilarious. (laughs) A bag of
0: knives. (laughs) A bag of (laughs) knives. Yeah, so my number three for uh, Rebecca, it's from our Dirty Dancing episode and a clip uh, I can only call Vegas Daddy. Vegas Uh, Daddy. Because this one (laughs) I re-listened to for this and it is so cringy. And so typically, Rebecca, I had to listen to this last part of it so many times. You guys are going to, if you're not familiar with this, please give it a listen. You're going to lose it.
1: Am I, I I feel like I'm kind of a bit of a villain because I think I maybe could have, um... I don't know, proceeded with a little more tact, okay. but um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically Rebecca, I was more <laughs> tact. No. <laughs> so I'm in Vegas with a couple of my friends. This was years ago, right? Uh, I'm in Vegas with a couple of my friends and we went out one night and God, I got really, really, really drunk, like really drunk. Um, Great night, though. Like, you know, one of those. It yeah, just, yeah, I just yeah. I met Buster Rhymes. That was amazing. Oh, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just so the best. Right. But I wake up and I am not OK. <laughs> like really, really bad. I don't know if you guys have ever been so hungover that you just lay in the bathtub, put the turn the water on just a little bit and let it run over you. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: but that's
1: God. what I did. So so my friends were like, OK, we're going to go to this pool party come meet us when you can walk again <laughs> I was like okay great right so I get that finally I get myself together enough that I can like get out there because I'm like I know all I need <laughs> is another drink <laughs> <laughs>
0: because I'm, like, this
1: is gonna this is gonna launch me or whatever right so I have another drink and then I have a couple other drinks
2: <laughs> oh no <laughs>
1: I, I and I so like I am like caught a weird combination of a little bit drunk but also a little bit hungover so like I'm, I, I'm a little more vocal but I'm also having none of at the same time so we're going up back to the room and this is so small but I just remember it so vividly <laughs> a couple of guys got on the elevator with us. Right. And it's like, there's like five of us. We're all in our swimsuits, whatever. And these two guys get on, but we're like, I don't know. We're like 25 at the time. These guys are like 50, 55, maybe 60, like older. Right. And they start talking to my friends and like chit chat, chit chat. And it's very clear that they're like, you know, maybe try to get a little something going, right? And I'm sitting in the corner, like standing in the corner, okay, of this elevator. I have said nothing so far. I'm just like letting this ride a little bit. And for whatever reason, I just got so excited. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, just a couple of daddies looking for some daughters. And I just keep going. <laughs> 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 and these guys immediately got so fucking upset. It's so awkward and so uncomfortable. And I just kept going, yeah, I'm ready to be a daughter. You know it. You know I'm ready to be a daughter. Are you ready to be my daddy? <laughs> they got off on the next floor. I don't even yeah. think it was their stop. <laughs> I have never seen two men turn so fast and do we got to get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> So, I don't know Are they a villain, am I a villain It's all (laughs) a It's just a mix of shit Really, but I remember That so clearly (laughs) Just being like, yeah, just a couple Of daddies looking for some daughters And if you're ever in that situation (laughs) Very effective, ladies You can use that, take it home Say it to somebody else, I don't mind Very effective to get somebody to walk away (laughs) Although I would argue the time it doesn't is you don't want that guy.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: okay, my number two for Craig. Um I've gotta say meeting Cat's parents sex doll joke.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's gotta be that's a that's a tough one for me because again, I can picture you. I can picture the whole scene so well. I think it's so funny, guys. Listen to this
0: so i do have uh i have uh i'm gonna say i'm i'm the villain of this story here uh and i have a i have a very ben stiller like uh story about the time i met cat's parents so as everyone knows cat is my current partner living girlfriend and uh it's um this is a long time ago and whenever i say that things that I was nervous about meeting her parents. People are like, Craig, what are you worried about? You do great with parents. I bet you do great with parents. And you're damn right I do. Parents (laughs) love me. I know that about myself. Craig, my mom loves you. She loves you. Right? I don't know what it is. I haven't cultivated this for myself. It's just a thing. I'm not going to fight it. But it had been literally years since I had met a partner's uh, parents, right? Because my ex before that didn't really talk to her parents at all, right? And then like another multi-year relationship with that, and I would have met them at the beginning, right? So it's just like, I think it was like five or six years between actually meeting a romantic partner's uh, parents. So... Kat invites me to meet her parents and I'm like, Oh, that's all great. And for some reason it came to that. They were coming to Toronto, but they were coming to Toronto to Toronto for her dad's, uh, I forget what birthday it was, but it was a big one, right? I think like it was his 70th birthday or something like that. And so we go to this restaurant and he's got all his friends from his entire life there, right? Just sitting at this big table And they sit me next to him for some reason. Uh, And he clearly just wants to catch up with all these friends that he hasn't seen for quite some time. And he goes, nice to meet you, Craig. Uh, Where do you work right now? And I, you know, through the course of conversation. And I told him, and his exact reaction to that was, oh, we just protested what they're doing right now. And I was just like, "Oh, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. So then I sat there kind of in like, Awkward silence. Uh, I, was, I think I stuttered out some sort of fence. I was like, well, I don't really work for that part of it, but like anyway, and he's like. Uh, <laughs> so then he's obviously occupied with his, his friends and celebrating his birthday and all the rest. He doesn't necessarily want to get to know her, his daughter's new boyfriend. So th- his cat's parents realizing this, invite me out to lunch the next day, right? So it's just Kat, myself, and her mom and dad. And we sit down to lunch and everything's going fine. And then I make some ill-advised joke about how, uh, people with MBAs, like business degrees, right? And I say something about them not being very good or kind of useless. And no. Kat's mom <laughs> speaks up and says, uh, uh, I have an MBA. And I was like, um, oh, fucking hell. You're smarter than this, Craig. You know not to do this is what I'm saying to myself. <laughs> And I'm just like, please, please like me. Um, and then this is the point that I just thought, oh my god, I've screwed this up so bad. Uh, was this was the time when uh, if you don't, if you're not from Toronto, there was the Pan Am Games. It's like the the uh, kind of an Olympic style thing, and it like really fucked up traffic for Toronto to the point where they had all these uh, multi multi vehicle lanes that you could only be in. Um, if you had, like, more than one person in the car. So I was talking about how, like, traffic was so bad now because of this and all the rest. And Kat's dad goes, well, you know what you should do is just get a sex doll and sit it in the front seat. (laughs) And I just like Cat describes it as just the blood draining from my head. I was like, "Oh my god! Like, did I set? The, like, did I say that? <laughs> like, <laughs> did I somehow implicate that?" And I was just like, "I don't, I don't know how to react to this. I know this not a joke I would make in front of Cat's uh, parents." And then Cat, without missing a beat, goes, "So he's, <laughs> just repeat." He says, "You should drive with a sex doll in the the." Uh, front seat and cat without missing a beat goes, I have a name dad. And that's the point where I was just like, (laughs) no, no,
2: no,
1: (laughs) beautifully executed 10 out of 10 stuck the landing. Oh, but
0: like, I was just so embarrassed, like secondhand embarrassment. And that's when I realized they don't care, (laughs) right? (laughs) They're, they're fun, loving people. They, and we, I can honestly say we get along great now, Uh, Her and uh, her dad, we often talk about Victorian sewers and the design of this. Like we get into some weird, like weird kind of stuff, Uh, you know, very niche uh, sort of construction and all that stuff. So, yeah, it it worked out. It it worked out fine. And my number two Rebecca story is from our Field of Dreams episode. Uh, And I think you have since even integrated this story into your act uh, oh, yeah. And this is this is, <laughs> I believe you are the villain of this story. Yes. Uh, I know which one
1: it is. <laughs> I know. I know which one it it's, is. Uh, and
0: I cannot believe this is Rebecca's <laughs> laser tag story, everybody.
1: To be clear, I am very much the villain of this story. Okay, just uh, I'm just gonna front load that. Okay. I am presenting this as I am absolutely wrong, okay? So basically what happened was I had a roommate that wanted, or not wanted, she got a job at a laser tag joint, right? Got a job at a laser tag place and and was like, okay, I actually have to go train. Would you come with me? Because like, I am an adult woman. We're going in the middle of the day. Would you mind coming to hang out with me? I can bring an extra person. I'm like, sure, it's Tuesday, whatever. I'm not doing anything. I'll go play laser tag. She's like, okay, great. So we go, and of course, because it's the middle of the day, this is like literally like, there are only children here, okay? There are no, like, there's no teens in sight, okay? I am vastly older than everyone here, but that's fine, whatever, I'm here for my friend. That's cool, we're here for support, right? But you know, I'm like, "Ah, I don't know, I think it was like 21 at the time. I'm too cool, whatever. I go up to the guy, and the guy's like, Okay, what do you want your name to be? And like, at this point, I'm like, I don't care, dude. Like, I don't care. And he's like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yeah, dude. Like, I don't care. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Like, I don't care. And he's like, Okay, like, here's your gear. Go in, whatever. And I don't, I can't exactly, to this day, I cannot explain what happened once I put that vest on, but something kicked in. And. <laughs> I knew they were children going in. I knew that. I saw them, okay? I saw that they were very small children. A lot of them were with their parent, like whatever. But something happened to me. Something kicked in. And I got in there and I just, once I started having some fun, I really, really got into it, okay? I'm ashamed to say I really got into it to the point where I got like, she must have been four. I shoot this 4 year (laughs) old. And her dad looks at me and says, come on. (laughs) Like I I was like, oh no. And I was like, well, don't get in here if you don't want to play, right? So I'm like going around and I'm just like going, like I'm I'm hitting it, okay? I'm really, really into this, okay? But what I did not realize, okay? I did not know this at the time because I thought it was like we all get out and then we leave, okay? I didn't realize there was gonna be an award ceremony oh no so I'm I'm we're all done we're out here whatever and I'm standing at the back of this crowd okay and I can obviously I can see over everyone's head okay (laughs) because they're half my size right and they put it up on the board and I'm looking at it and I know the top one's me because it is I don't know, a hundred times more points than anyone else. Like it is so insanely far gone that I'm like, oh my God, no. And they're, so they start handing them out, right? They're like, and in third place, and they call up the first, you know what I mean? Like Princess Pony, like (laughs) the, the, the names are like child names, right? Like the next one is in second place, Red Crayon. And in first place, I don't care. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Ah, And then. I put I don't care as the name.
1: Yes. (laughs) I I put I don't care as my name. So not only did I just destroy all of these children. I wrote, I don't care as some sort of, I don't know, extra fuck you, I have no idea. So I'm standing at the back and I'm thinking, I'm not going to, no, no, I'm not doing it. This man would not stop until I, he called it out like six times and finally, like a parting this little sea, I go up into the middle of all these children and I'm really soaking in how small they are compared to me. As I hang my head, accept the award and try not to make eye contact with any parents in that place. I left so fast. I left like I stole something that was the most embarrassing shit. And I am most certainly wrong on every level in that experience. My Christ, because now to this day, all I picture is, Them still talking about it. Because it was clearly some kid's birthday. And they were like, yeah, do you remember Timmy's birthday where that adult wiped everyone out (laughs) in pure destruction for no reason? Oh, yeah, that was terrible. The kids were so disappointed. We thought we were safe on a Tuesday afternoon. Anyway, that's it. (laughs) And my final Craig story is going to be, because I laughed, I just... First of all, it is a story of joy. You told it so well, and I laughed so hard. My number one Craig story for the year is getting vaccinated. Yeah! <laughs> Here it is.
0: <laughs> so uh, this is this is very good news to tell. I got uh, my first dose, everybody, of the vaccine. Woo! Yeah. yeah! Um,
1: yes. Yes.
0: And I felt the best that. I have ever felt in the last 14 months after it and I don't know if it was the vaccine I <laughs> probably not <laughs> considering that the side effects are to not feel good but I think it was I'm not going to discount that this was the first collective experience that mm-hmm. I have had in about a year and a half right because oh my god this was this was I, I was ecstatic. So what happened was we, we've heard of this, um, this clinic that was open that we could get our vaccines at. Uh, so it ended up being uh, me, our producer, Andrew, and Diana as well. We all piled in a car like last minute and like drove up to where it was. And we get there. And we get into line and we're like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're ready. I didn't drink any coffee in the morning because I'm like, I'm ready to stand outside and I don't want to have to go to the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> you know, like and we're like, but they just let us right in. And then they it was this church, this Pentecostal church. And we went in and they have you all seated um, like you're getting ready for an exam, right? They're all six feet apart, but they're all spaced out and you're in this big room all looking forward. And so like, everyone's just like, but the mood is just like giddy with everybody in there. So we're all sitting down and like, we're joking about how like, oh, you know, like it's in a church. So they're going to try and, uh, they're going to try and like convert us first. You know what I mean? Like we're going to oh, have yeah. to sit, it's like, you'll get the vaccine, but you'll have to sit through the presentation. So like, <laughs> It's
1: like a timeshare.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we were saying. So like, and then, uh, you know, it is a church. So like, as they're getting ready, so nine o'clock is when they let us in, but like the vaccinations didn't start till 10. So they're just kind of getting things going and like people set up and whatnot. So they let us in, they let us sit down and, uh, they just start playing, the music over the PA system that they have. And it's kind of just whatever music the church yeah. has. Right. So it's like a lot of like soft inter instrumental of like old hymns or like, you know, pop songs, but like done in mm-hmm. that very like nice piano floaty sort of way. Yeah. And then 10 o'clock hits when they're supposed mm-hmm. to start doing the vaccines, and the tone shift in the move in the music was unbelievable. It suddenly switches (laughs) to the most, like, upbeat and vibrant, like, caribbean gospel music like it's like steel drums and just being like i believe i believe and like people are legitimately getting amped in here uh andrew described it as like vacation jesus like it felt like it was like vacation jesus and it's like and the spirit of vacation jesus just like took us all and we're getting so fucking amped and like just ready for this and then uh, what happens is they bring out this little cart, you know, with the vaccines on it and the people and their, their masks and everything like that. Yeah. They're getting people's health cards and all the rest. Oh, sorry. Before I get to this, I will point out another great moment for me for the first time in 14 months. I made a stranger laugh. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, on me. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs>
2: the,
0: the nurse is taking our information and she goes. And uh, Dan, our friend, uh, our producer is like, well, what, what, what? Just curious, what vaccine are we getting today? And she goes, oh, you're getting the Moderna vaccine. And uh, then the nurse is like, yeah, a lot of people are like, you know, they want to be able to choose between the Pfizer and the Moderna. And we're like, well, we don't have the Pfizer. Like it's kind of whatever we get today is what, what you're getting. And so I was just like, yes, uh, and today the chef recommends the Moderna. It pairs very well with a red. And the nurse laughed out loud. I don't think that's that good of a joke, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> to be clear. Be but laughing. I just said it, and she laughed and was like, that's a good one. And I was like, mm. oh, I haven't felt this in so long. I'm alive. And uh, so then, okay, so getting back to it, the, this this cart comes out, and it goes to the first guy in the first row. So kind of everyone in the room is like, okay, so this cart is going to move up and down the rows, and we're all going to get our vaccines. So everybody is, whether they realize it or not, are so excited about this that they're watching the first guy get his vaccine, right? Oh my God. So he rolls up (laughs) his sleeve and like, you know, the nurse is like talking to him and stuff, asking him the questions. And she jabs him in the arm and does it. And he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. And he's rolling his sleeve down. And then once that's done, he kind of like just looks around and then realizes that like every eye (laughs) in the room is with him. And he just kind of like looks at everyone and gives like, a, a thumbs up. And like, you could see a smile like under his mask mm-hmm. in the eyes. And then the whole room starts applauding and cheering for this guy. Stop. <laughs> We're losing Stop. our minds. And then like, as that's happening, um, like four more carts come out from the back. It was like an Oprah. Everyone's getting a Did car kind Oprah. of moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, People are losing their mind. There's this like Caribbean gospel music just blaring. And we're like just getting jabbed in the arm and then like sitting there for 15 minutes. On the drive back, we were cranking music, dancing in the car. We were dancing. We were screaming Moderna out the sides of the windows. I was amped up the entire day. The entire day, I was like on 11. I have not had this level of energy forever. I was waiting for the side effects to kick in. I was like, I'm not. I'm doing laundry today. I'm like in my headphones. I'm going out on the balcony and just fucking dancing and like screaming along to like these upbeat punk, punk songs. Uh, the best mood I've been in every day. I, most of it was that collective experience of cheering that guy. I'm just so happy about this. That's my hero of the week
1: phenomenal hero phenomenal (laughs) just just some top shelf stuff craig that was very
2: good i love that
0: and back from that one um the number one rebecca story of the year uh for me and i know i'm speaking to a lot of patrons uh henchies and our uh regular listeners who've chimed in saying how much they love this one. It is from our episode on Venom, and it can only be titled, Why Does Your Opinion Matter? (laughs) And the craziest thing is, as I'm listening to this again, I think I was there that night. (laughs) You might have been. I think that was a night both Andrew, our producer Andrew and I were there, and you stepped away for like a minute when we were talking at the bar. And I am convinced that this (laughs) event happened in like the five minutes that you stepped away from a conversation we were having, which makes it so much better. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite story of the year. Hands down, why does your opinion matter?
1: I mean, I feel like we've covered it on this podcast, but I, I beg of you. I beg of everyone listening to this. If you ever go see live comedy and you see a woman do stand-up, but you're like, hey, I really liked that. For the love of God, do not go up to her and be like, I normally hate female comics. But you, the shining light. I hate it so much. It's really like that you're not like other women bullshit, Uh, which is just a fucking nightmare. Anyway, I I had an incident. They're not an incident. Okay, so we talked about this very briefly on the last episode about how sometimes, sometimes (laughs) you just need to be a bit of a
2: dick.
1: (laughs) And normally, when I get a bit of that, sometimes I'll excuse it if they move on very quickly. But if you continue to dig your heels in and continue this narrative of like, women aren't funny, you're the exception, I might start poking at you a little bit. (laughs) Anyway, it wasn't happening to me this time. It was happening right in front of me. One of my friends after a show, first of all, I want you to know that this man first heckled her, <laughs> then um, got outside and continued to tell her that like, oh, you're the greatest I've ever seen. You're like, you're like funnier than Tina Fey. No woman is funny, like you're but like pawing at her a bit Uh, right like being real fucking gross okay and just wouldn't stop and we just kind of like and i'm standing there and i'm like yes yes it's okay like i'm trying to get him to like move along or whatever he's like no you just don't understand what i'm saying he just kept saying he's like you don't understand he's like like i'm here with my girlfriend and i was like you're here with your girlfriend and he's like wow you know she's mad at me and i'm like i can see why he's like (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) like he's just he can't stop can't stop can't stop finally my friend just goes to the bathroom. She's like, fuck it. I, I'm going to exit this situation. She goes, do you mind? Like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I was like, of course I don't mind. Let me at him. <laughs> Let me at him. So I'm standing at the table with him, and I'm like, okay. I'm going to see how fast I can get him to leave me.
2: Love
1: it. <laughs> and the answer is quite quickly. Um, <laughs> because he kept going on. He's like, well, she just doesn't understand. She doesn't understand what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, and he kept doing this thing like it was important that he was saying it. So I just started to ask him. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, she heard you. And he's like, you will know, but she, I don't think she understands. And I was like, well, why does she have to understand? And he goes, well, you know, like she just needs to know. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think she does actually. I think she heard you. And I think she understands. And he goes, Well, no, but like, I, I I gotta explain to her. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop you right there. Um, can you explain to me why your opinion matters? <laughs> oh, 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 I broke this man. <laughs> I broke this man down. <laughs> oh. He woo! He uh he left his own body in that moment when I said that. Like it was and i was just because i was so mad because somebody had just done this to me like literally like moments before being like i don't normally like fame, blah 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 right so he's giving me the whole speech so then for like literally f- and i see this so often 15 seconds he tries to explain to me like what he's done in his life and i and i just go no 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 because he's like well you know one time i did a video like and he's just like i don't know he's like drunk scrambling as far as conversation goes. And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off there. That sounds like it absolutely doesn't matter. Um, I think you maybe need to look in a mirror and ask yourself why your opinion matters. And he <laughs> laughed so fucking it was so bad. And if he wasn't pawing at her and just being a total fucking cunt, I wouldn't have done it. But I...
0: Can I just I fucking love this story, but can I just point out like the, the ruthless efficiency of those three? I know she heard you, yeah. And to why does your opinion matter is like honestly cutting. I was, was like, he
1: was not alright. <laughs> like, he was so sad.
0: Like, you couldn't get there any faster than those three. Like, oh, man.
1: I don't think he left with a girlfriend. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't think he left that building with a girlfriend. (laughs) Everybody's like, it's just going to be a no for me. (laughs) This is. It's going to be a no for me tonight. (laughs) This
0: is one of my top three Rebecca stories.
1: Oh, (laughs) shit. I Yeah, guys, if you want to take that whole, if. Asking somebody why their opinion matters can really break them down. Um, use it sparingly. (laughs) Okay. And, and only on the worst.
0: (laughs) And guys, that's it, uh, for this special bonus bonus episode of the villain was right. Um, we just did this to thank you guys, uh, for listening. Thank you for, uh, being patrons. If you're patrons, thank you for listening. Uh, welcoming all the people who joined us this year and discovered the podcast for the first time. This is all for you. I hope you've enjoyed yourself and uh, We're going to
1: see you in uh, 2022, guys. Have a... Uh, hopefully
2: we all have a great year next year. Let's hit it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Riveny for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, web comics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.